Life in Exile podcast. This is your host, Carol Gaddis. Behold, I've had the privilege to spend much of the last year with a group of ladies in the study of the Gospel according to Matthew. I appreciate how the title of this book says it's according to Matthew because the Holy Spirit gifted Matthew to share the good news of Jesus Christ using his unique personality and gift in writing. We moved week by week covering a chapter at a time and I was so impressed with how Matthew shaped the story, not changing the facts, but in a way that would speak to his predominantly Jewish audience. It's truly a masterpiece to behold. Early on in our time together, a woman in my particular small group shared how she had begun circling the word behold, and she shared its meaning, pay careful attention to what is to follow. It's important. Behold caught my attention. I noted that we saw it a lot in the early chapters, noting arriving angels, wise men, and a special star in the sky. Everything indicated by this word meant God was at work. Something unique was happening. It had to be noted, and Matthew turned to the word, Behold. By the middle of the book, Behold highlighted miraculous healings, changed lives, and prophecies that something great was happening among God's people. In his last days with his disciples, knowing the cross was near, there are no beholds, only heart-to-heart talks from the radical rabbi to his students, who just couldn't seem to grasp what he was saying about having to die, though he was very clear about it on multiple occasions. Then the betrayer came with a kiss, and their master was falsely accused, given a farce of a trial, and handed over to the Romans to be crucified by mob rule. No beholds, only sadness and death. Behold makes a comeback in the end. Just before the last chapter, Matthew returns to his word to get us to wake up out of our depressed state. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were risen, and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. It was obvious by this one word that Matthew wanted us to see the important things that the death of Christ brought, especially that torn veil that stood between God and man. I wrote in my illuminated scripture journal I'd been using, Behold, returns. But that was not all. In the last chapter, In a story we know by heart and skim over in our reading, Behold made me stop in wonder and awe, because it returns not once, but five times in twenty short verses. What does Behold reveal in this last chapter? God sends a great earthquake, and an angel comes to roll back the stone. 
An angel tells the women that Jesus is risen and is going to Galilee where he'll appear to his disciples. Jesus also shows himself to the women as they were going. The guards told the chief priests what happened and they were paid off to instead spread a lie. Then, in the final verse of this amazing book, Behold makes its final appearance. As Jesus reminds his disciples, Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. But Behold had one more thing to reveal and note. As I read that last verse and saw Behold just prior to Jesus saying, I am with you always, I thought to myself that there was a familiar ring to those words. I flipped all the way back to chapter 1 of the book where God reveals through Matthew this ultimate conclusion to all we are to behold in this narrative. It was found in the very first use of Behold. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and told Joseph not to worry about taking Mary as his wife because that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. That son would save God's people from their sin to fulfill these amazing words of Isaiah. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Behold is all about Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus with us, always to the end of the age. If that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what will. Behold, grace and peace. This has been a podcast of Carol Gaddis. To find out more, visit lifeinexile.net. Please share with a friend if this has encouraged you. Thank you for listening.